Hi, welcome to the Gong Girls. I'm Shauna Lane. <laughs> and I'm Ankara's the Bone. She's running the sound effects board today. The board being an, an app <laughs> on my phone. And joining us today is the lovely, the one and only Miss Dina Marie Martin. Hi. That was an explosion. <laughs> Joining us for New York Comedy Club. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> we're very excited. This is our special Halloween podcast. Yes, we're all dressed up. I'm a 1970s chick. Mm-hmm. And I'm Mary Poppins, so I'm going to talk like this the rest of the time. Dina's a princess. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's the princess of Broadway Comedy Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. That's so... I've known you for a long, long time. You have. Uh, that seems like a different life. It was, for both of us. Yeah. When did yeah. you guys first meet? When you when you worked at Broadway? You used to work. No, she worked at New York. When I worked here. at New York Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. She worked at New York. Man. Yeah. That had to be like I feel 14. like I, I was probably like 15, 16. You were young. Oh my God, you were a baby. I was probably like 16. Yeah, yeah, you were young. And we had some crazy times. <laughs> oh, you were like what, like 42 then? Yeah. <laughs> I was 50. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, love you. Just kidding, sort of. Here, bitch. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This, this. I mean, I. Obviously, this club was so different, but this yeah. um, used to be your dad's club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I worked for Al, Al as a comedian. Shout out to Al Martin. Al Martin. Yeah. Yeah. The best. The best. Yes. So I, I waitressed here, but I also did comedy here. Yes. And a lot. And I would... I would I would wait tables, and then at the end of the show, I would perform. And... Uh, the customers always hated me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they hated me until I got up at the end and did comedy, and then they would like me. It was the weirdest thing. Oh, it's interesting. It was the weirdest thing. I, I think part of it was because I, I, I'm sure I hated being a waitress. I'm sure. <laughs> like, I can't remember. Like, yeah. I can't remember. I think mm, it was really I enjoyable so. experience. But, you know, I hated, I hated waitressing. But anyway, um... Did you ever want to do comedy? I've thought about it. Recently, I've been thinking about it. And a lot of people have told me that I should do it. And they're like, you're really funny. And now that I'm like a lot more confident with myself, I feel like I'm like getting there. Like like a lot of people, like so many people are like, oh my God, we'd love to help you like write stuff. Like, Oh, that's nice. It's hard. It's. It's hard. I'm just nervous to be on this, like the stage in front of people. Like I get like terribly. Like, oh, you get nervous. stage fright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got too. nervous in like yeah. college when I had to give like reports. I would be nervous. Oh, 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 oh. On car, get stage fright. I get. Yeah. I get nervous. I don't get so much. I'm not stage. I don't get so much stage fright, but I definitely get nervous. It's fucking scary. You're going up there and you're like. Hi, here I am. Do you like me? No? Okay, no problem. I don't care. No, really, it's fine. I mean, it's really... It's, no, I it's can hard. imagine. You bear your soul, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but you are totally funny. I always thought that you should... Yeah, I feel like if I did it, it would be, like, more, like... Bucket just, list like, kind stories of and, like, whatever. Oh. Like, I wouldn't... I don't know if it would be, like, straight-up jokes because, like... 
I just feel like I've had a lot of funny experiences and stuff in my life. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And there's plenty of people that tell stories. I keep yeah, talking some of the about, best comedians are tor- storytelling. Like, I, I, f- I keep talking... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I keep talking about Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire with the sound effects. You're good. Thanks. Maybe I should do this for a living. Um, yeah, sound effects, abs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This is good for Halloween. He- but Sebastian Maniscalco, whatever the fuck his name is, he... Maniscalco. Is it Maniscalco? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, why would, would it be something else? Oops, I didn't say Oh, because I, I was saying it wrong for, like, the first 20 times I was talking about him. I was pronouncing his last name wrong. Oh, uh, and then it, it, like, it like cleared before my eyes where I was like, oh, that's what it is. But yeah, it's Maniscalco. Oh, I, mean, I didn't look it up, but well, I, anyway, feel it. I feel like feel like He's a storyteller. Right. Yeah. Totally. And yeah, yeah. he's... I mean, who's funnier than that guy? He's me. He's hot. He is. And he's amazing. Yeah, Mickey Paris told yeah. me about him. I've and seen a lot of people, and like, I just feel like that would be more like my yeah type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let us know. We'll come support you. Totally. And I mean, if anyone can get stage time, I feel like you should be able to. That's what people tell me all the time. They're like, the hardest part is getting stage time, and they're like, oh, well, we think you can get that. Let's hope. No, you cannot. No, you can't. <laughs> and your dad is so funny. I always say that. Yeah, no, I think he wants me to. He's like, that. he thinks that would be really cool. Oh, good. Your yeah. dad actually helped me with my opener joke. He he saw me, like, I took a class with Chris Murphy. And yeah, I remember. Like you, were, you were super funny. Thanks. Yeah, no, I um, I still use that joke and use it to the rest of my life. No, but um, I did, like, a two like a one-minute bit of my name, and it was only, like, one minute. He's like, you need to go go longer, go more neurotic, and add more information. I'm like, okay. Is that why you did that with yeah. that joke? Well, it, it oh. was that my idea was that. He goes, you can go longer, because then you'll get an applause break. Ah. And I did that, and I mean, that is my, he gave me, like, the best advice ever. Oh, what? I love that. Yeah. I don't know why he's never given me any advice. Well, do you take a class? <laughs> yeah. take a no. class? No, no, You should no. take a class. No, he's giving me a shitload of stage time, yeah. and I'll take that. Okay. I mean, Al's been so good to me. Yeah. Um, okay, so we watched the movie. The movie. Some of us watched the movie, and by some of us, <laughs> I mean me. Shauna Lane. I watched the movie. Okay, so it was called Touching the Void. Which I loved the name because yeah. I have a show here at New York Comedy Club called We Share a Void. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, great. It'll be like my show. Okay, yeah. no. Not like my show. Not like my show. It's about my mountain climbing, which in my mind, <laughs> mountain climbers are sick in the fucking head. I watched yeah. another movie called Meru where the same thing. They go through all they fu- they almost they go die through, like, in avalanches. So much like the parts that I saw, the parts that I saw in the beginning, like it was like intense. So stressful I was, like, to well, watch. I was so more, stressed like, out watching. Than me. Like, <laughs> I'll just stay down here. <laughs> so it was about it was uh, about a mountain climb that these two in, young men took in 1985 in South America in Peru. And they got to the top. Oh, of I the keep mountain. thinking you say Beirut. No, it's Peru. <laughs> I'm like, why is Peru? It? Peru. Oh, Peru. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Like, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Peru. <laughs> Have I been there? It's in the Middle East. Uh, uh, I thought it was just sand and Beirut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of that movie Beirut. There's another mountain climbing movie. I just watched Peru and Beirut. Totally different thing. Oh, okay. that deserves the sound. <laughs> 
That's not the right sound, but... So, they get to the top of the mountain, but then they have... (laughs) 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 They they have trouble getting down because one guy breaks his leg, and they're tied to each other, and then the one guy... Usually mountain climbers, like on these big mountain things, they have like hooks that are in the mountain that are already placed there. So you climb, you hook onto a line, and you're hooked to these lines that are hooked to the mountain. So if you fall, you're hooked to the mountain and you're good. But this specific mountain is covered in ice and snow, so you can only be hooked to the other person. And so if you Uh fall, you're fucked. Like... You, the other person has to catch you, so you keep going up and up and up like right, that. Right, right, right. Which is uh, terrifying. Terrifying, yes. and you have to be seriously uh, trust each other, which they did. But the problem happened when one guy broke his leg. Oh. Joe broke his leg. Yeah, coming Simon, on the way down. Simon was trying to help him down the mountain, so he was pushing him. And then standing up, letting the rope go out, getting past him, letting him... I'm not oh, explaining it well. Oh, so vicious. He was, like, basically dropping the rope, and he was, like, falling, like, 50 feet and, no, like, banging 300 his 300 feet. 300 feet. Oh, was it 300? 300 feet. Oh, That's geez. how long the rope was. The two they ropes tied, tied together. together. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it was 300 feet, and it was oh. the only way... Because the guy's leg was broken, it was the only... Anyway, what happens is, is he... That's why... That's why he... They, when he... he Simon let him out the 300 feet, and he went flying off the ledge. It's not funny, but and it's it funny. Was, it was, <laughs> yeah. and I think just, I saw that part. And, yeah, and yeah. then he's just hanging there. Okay, cut to the chase. But you can't see because there's a snowstorm, they so you can't hear see each down. other. The guy didn't, Simon didn't know what was going on, so he cut him loose. He fell into a crevasse. That's what they kept calling it with their British accents, a crevasse. Is Ankara leaving? Oh, I, I was like, where are you going? Like, <laughs> so anyway, the, the one guy basically cuts the his partner loose. He falls into a crevasse. He crawls down the mountain and thinks that his partner, Joe, is dead. Well, Joe decides to lower himself farther into crevasse, gets out of it, and then proceeds. Uh, you missed a big part of it. What? I didn't watch the whole movie. But did you say the part where he... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you just said that? Yeah, yeah, I just said that while you were over there doing whatever you were doing. I was closing the bathroom door. <laughs> so he, bathroom. Cut, he cut him loose, and he's in the crevasse. He lowered, he pulls the rope down in the morning and realizes that his partner has cut him loose, and he's like, holy shit. <laughs> and they both think each other is dead. Yeah. So Joe lowers himself through the crevasse, gets out on the other side, and, and is like, oh my god, amazing, I'm out. And then he realizes he's by himself, and he has to get down the mountain. And he can't walk. And he can't walk. So his what is knee, he, his like knee is like broke. Well, the way they describe oh. it was awful. His lower leg jammed up it, through into his, his kneecap. Yeah. And like split it open. Okay, so I'm gonna oh. make this quick so that we can talk to Dina more. Okay, yeah. Cut to what does he do for four fucking days? He scoots and hops down the fucking mountain mm-hmm. with no water and no oh fucking my God. food. He has to eat snow and I don't know what he... I, he didn't eat food, I guess. No, just, but you, see, you can live a long time just as long without as you Without food, yeah. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that, but... <laughs> <laughs> not in my world, but okay. But so he scoots and hops down the hole and finally gets to the bottom and gets to, far enough away from the camp that he can call to them. And they're about... They're like three hours away from leaving and he gets to them right before they're about to leave the base camp down at the bottom. Oh, my god. And they're gosh. the only people at the base camp. It wasn't like if he got to the base camp, he was going to run into some other people trotting around that, that <laughs> valley. Oh, my You know gosh. what I mean? 
He was fucked. So they lived. Um, everybody lived. Okay. I don't think their friendship lived. Really? No. I Googled it. I was oh. like, how could these guys stay friends forever? He fucking cut him loose. Because it's, like, like, it's part of their thing, right? No, like, it's no, not. It's part not of it wasn't thing. accepted. At the end of the movie, they say Simon got a lot of flack from the mountain climbing community for cutting For cutting him. For cutting him loose. What a jerk. He wasn't That's a jerk. He didn't know what to do. The position that he was in, he was going to, they were either going to fall over together or he had to cut him loose. Well, he's a hero then. Uh, <laughs> well, they said that the reason Joe lived probably is because he cut him loose. Yeah. But still, in the mountain climbing community, it's yeah. considered so it's pa. considered gauche to cut loose your partner, even if he is hanging over a ledge that you pushed <laughs> him over. That you pushed him over. <laughs> So anyway, I was riveted by the movie, terrified also, and I was so stressed out, and I was like, when is it going to end? And I mean, they're talking, it's a documentary, so the whole time they're talking, and you're like, I know they lived, but how? Like, how is I know. This? Yeah. Okay, anyway, so now we rate the movie, according to Pillows. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't watch the whole thing, but at first I didn't know if it was an actual documentary that someone was, like filming it because it looked so real mm-hmm. or and it was like real footage but it wasn't it was just like remake I guess um, but it was so scary um, I don't know I've seen other movies like this that have been done better even though this is a true story um, I guess I give it like a seven pillows I give it an eight I give it eight pillows so you need to rate it one to ten ten being the best ten being the best one I mean it's yours. weird since you watched five minutes of it and fell asleep <laughs> but you can I still rate fall it. asleep to that fucking movie <laughs> I have no idea um no I mean I, I first ten minutes are kind of boring I watched like maybe like a half an hour <laughs> <laughs> I mean it wasn't no it wasn't bad I mean no I, I guess like six maybe six you give it six pillows mm-hmm. okay yeah okay, good um, okay, cool. So that was, but it's, I really love watching the movies. I think it's great. Yeah. Super fun. Gives me something to do. <laughs> Distract yeah. from all the things I, I mean, I would do. never have watched that movie probably otherwise, so. I don't think I, I, you know what? I actually saw the title of it, Touching the Void, and I was like, oh. And then I read, and it was actually rated really good on Netflix. No, I thought so. it was. It I was, mean, I was, it was rated good. I was riveted. I mean, I, I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. I, I, wanted to know what happened I yeah. mean to me that's that's great I mean it was not like I said in the mountain climbing I don't understand I, I relate mountain climbing to being a comedian because why would you want to go do that again you know what I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why do we keep getting on stage Putting what's ourselves. wrong with I us know. you know nuts but you know what else I thought this morning I set my alarm clock for 7 o'clock and I didn't want to get out of bed, and I was like, if that motherfucker could scoot down a fucking mountain on his ass yeah. for four days, <laughs> that's true, right? Yeah. I could probably get out of bed at seven o'clock, yeah. right? Seriously. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Oh my god. It makes you put things in perspective. Right? <laughs> yeah, it does. Seriously. Yeah, so I, I liked it. Okay, so now we, we're going to interview you. So. Yay! And we begin. So, what are some of the things that you find difficult in life, Miss Dina Marie? Well, I mean, being trans, it's not, like, always easy. Like, you know, people want to, like, judge you and, like, have, like, ideas about you and, like, stuff. Just, like, talk about you. So, just to even, like, go through life, like, like, a normal 
like day to day thing. Yeah. You have to like, have like a lot of courage. Like I'm always like in my own head, like in my own. Yeah, I like, can thoughts. imagine that. Like it's really hard. Like yeah, wondering but... like how people are perceiving me or like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's very hard. And I mean, it's incredibly brave that Absolutely. you came out. Basically. Yeah, no, thankfully I have like a lot of support and like everybody's really supportive. So my friends, your, my family, like my dad is amazing. So amazing. He's yeah, a that's... great father. He's Aww. wonderful. He's, he's always been. He's always been always so supportive. Been. That's mm-hmm. one of the things I've loved about him. No, yeah. he's always been the best. Yeah. Can I tell a funny story? Of that course. You told me so. You one time here. I don't know what story this. Is. <laughs> What's a double-sided story? One time, I jokingly, um, I, I, I. I mean, this has been a running joke my entire life that okay. I say to people, I- I'm not going to fuck you, you know? <laughs> and I think I said that to you, and you said, um, mm, you don't understand. I have literally no interest in fucking you. And I was like, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I was so offended. I was like, what? Why don't you have any interest in fucking me? <laughs> you were like 18. I was like, wait, when she was 15, when you yeah. first met her? Yeah. So, but then the, when you told me that you told your dad that you were gay and you said that you called him and you were like um uh dad i'm bisexual and he said okay and then you called back a half hour later and you were like "Mm, mm, actually i'm gay (laughs) and he said he said to you i knew you were gay when you were five and you asked for a barbie dream house oh so cute yes I love that story. No, he would get me whatever presents I wanted, like dollhouses. It didn't matter. He was That's always awesome. so supportive. Yeah. So when when did you realize that you were trans? When? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I knew like something was different. Always, like I was just always more like attracted to like girl stuff and like girls' clothes and girls' toys and, and whatever. And you're so pretty. Let's well, thank it. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks. Um, but. I guess, like, when I was, like, 15, like, I, like, sort of, like, mentioned stuff to people, but it was, like, a very different time then, and it wasn't as, like, in the forefront as it is now. Mm -hmm. I mean, even now it's hard, but then it was harder. So, I just... And your kid. Kids are so mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, kids are super mean. when you don't have, you know... Mm -hmm. And, like, people were like, well, you know, it's hard, you're a flamboyant, like gay guy right now and like it's hard for you to find your boyfriend now like if you like are trans like whatever but like now it's like you know like I finally like was like I have to do this for me so Mm -hmm. like four or five years ago yeah then like that's when I started to yeah okay but I was always like really androgynous like on the line yeah okay Okay. so it was never really a surprise to anybody I don't think (laughs) yeah yeah okay okay so, the next question is, what's your greatest fear and why? My greatest fear? Yeah, we get to it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe being alone, not, like, finding that uh, right, the right person yeah, yeah. to be with, because it's, like, super hard. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Like, I mean, you it's think, hard. It's hard for and, anybody, yeah. but, you know. It's like with me, it's like the pool is smaller. And you know, yeah. it's harder when you're doing something that's different and when you're trying to be true to yourself in life anyway. And we yeah. have this crazy voice in our heads, at least I did, that was like, if I'm true to myself and I'm someone different and following a different path, then nobody's going to be into that. But the, that's the only way to actually live and have 
I'm only attracted to people that are true to themselves. Yeah. You know? Now right. that I don't do drugs and alcohol anymore, I used to be attracted to just anybody. <laughs> but <laughs> now that now that I mean, you know, like that's what I find attractive. And mm-hmm. so you know, I I I think ironically though, that's when you're really gonna find someone is on this path, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I believe it's out there. And, yeah. like, now... I mean, I have a great life, so it doesn't... Like, I have great friends. I have great family. I, I have fun. It's you have not such like, a supportive family. I'm it's sitting amazing. home, like, doing nothing. So, I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe it's out there. And, if, like, if you're looking for it, it's not going to come, so... Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when I was in my 20s and, like, you're, I was boy crazy, but I was also just in college and drunk and crazy, so, like, who's going to be attracted to that? And it gets super loud when I drink. It's like Marina Franklin's joke, that when you when you are trying to find someone as a woman yeah. like that, you get that it's look on your face, and you're like, where is that motherfucker? Yeah. That's what It's true, yeah. She goes, the joke. second you're, like, going, you're succeeding, and you're doing what you want to do, they're like... I'm gonna get you. Yeah, like I'm guys, gonna like I'm gonna, you're gonna get exactly. The second you start doing what's so right for you, all the positive stuff is attracted to you. The things that you want for yourself. So. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay, so this next question, I feel like we've already kind of um, covered just in this discussion. But uh, have you conquered any fears? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I conquered. Yeah, being, being myself and yeah. like being able to do that, and I'm still conquering it every day because yeah. I still get very in my head. Like if I walk into like a, like a bar and it's like filled with like like guys like or something or like there's like a sports game or something going on, like I freak out. Really? Like I was out there with my mom. Like I went to see my mom like like a month ago, and like we went out for dinner, and then like we went into this like bar by her house, and she lives in Queens, and it was like filled with guys, and there was like a giant game on, and like everybody's cheering, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like so nervous, cause like I just don't want people to like look at me weird, but then like nobody's looking at me weird, and everybody's talking to me, and yeah, it's just then like, this what's guy in your came head? over and like was even like hitting on me, so like it's like it was like fine, like I just have to stop being so in my head, yeah. Yeah. It's like starting all over again. But it's hard, yeah, no. It's like, like, I mean, what you're saying, like, when you're a kid, and you're like, everybody, you feel like everybody's looking at you, and like, I still feel sometimes, I'm like, oh, like, I don't want, like, I don't want the attention because it's, like, uncomfortable, but that's, like, I don't know if that's my social anxiety, but, like, sometimes I just don't, like, I don't want, I feel uncomfortable in certain situations, and Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do, but but if you sit back and look, nobody, everybody's only concerned about their own. Yeah, that's everybody's the more always more concerned realize, about their like own thing. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that is a huge fear that you overcame. And also it's practice. Like she just said, you're, it's like you started all over and what, four years into becoming, you know, a different person, I don't feel like it's enough time really no to be like, I got this. No, <laughs> no. There's a lot more to do, and we change yeah. every every. We change all the time mm-hmm. as we yeah. get older. We change. You, you have change to evolve with it and, and evolve. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that was juicy. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to ask us any questions? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to put us on the panel? <laughs> no. No. Okay. So. Uh, so where are we at time-wise? We're only at 19. Ooh. Okay. Should we should we read the story early? Yeah. See where that takes us? Totally. We okay. can read the story early. 
All right, let me put my... Uh... Did you did you read the email at all that you deleted? Well, <laughs> I read the whole email and then... Oh, okay, and then you deleted it? It was an accident because they told me I had no storage on my phone, so I was going through and I, del- I just was like... I was at work and I was like deleting a bunch of emails and a bunch of like my pictures and selfies and everything. And like then I went back to go look at the email and like reread the questions and like everything and then like I realized I had deleted it and I couldn't find it (laughs) okay no problem well anyway we 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 write we have this ongoing story Mm -hmm. and one week Ankara writes it one week I write it and then but we don't know what's happened when that person has written it I'm not explaining this very fluidly. But then we have the guest read it. So do you mind reading <laughs> the, no, next, mind the next chapter in the story? The um, We pick a word, a theme, and this one for the story is Vogue. And we've only written three times. Yeah, it's like three different paragraphs, so it's like ongoing, and then you have to like add on to it. And... Um, what, what's happened so far? Do you remember? So yeah. Okay, so the character in this story has brown hair and is in college and drinking a lot and taking Vogue classes. <laughs> and dancing. And, and dancing. And this person is actually transgendered, mm-hmm. is a transgendered female, and um, is uh, has a dream of meeting this one big famous backup dancer. And her dream, this, this uh, college person's dream, is to become... A, a backup dancer. A professional backup dancer. She doesn't want to be the front one. She, she doesn't wants want to, to be, be backup. She wants to be backup. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to be the best. She wants to be second best. <laughs> she, she wants to Shoot be the for best. the star. Second best. Uh, yeah, second best. <laughs> so. Okay, so. Um, it got too small. No, okay. so you might have read the whole. The yeah, whole. and then you go, and then and you can like put like go into character if you want to or whatever. You, you can just do whatever can you, see you want. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. young Take now. your time and have fun. You're young enough. I'm like, did he class it? So I wrote this week's, and she hasn't heard it before, so. I read it out loud. Yeah, yeah you yeah, read it out loud, loud. yeah. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> My plan was in place, so now all I had to do was do it. I, <laughs> I started pouring shop, shots of pop off vodka in my mini neon pink Key West shot glasses that I got last year at Fantasy Fest. That was the best experience of my life. I wanted to relive it every morning with five shots of vodka and get the party started. (laughs) I listen to all the single ladies while I do this because it makes me feel strong to remind myself that I'm single and free to do whatever I want. (laughs) So I shake my booty, take my shots, and listen to Queen Bee. I made sure to fill my mini Chanel flask first with extra vodka for the drive over to class. Jumped in my sexy pink patent leather pants and got behind the wheel of my mini coupe. Man, I'm a lucky girl. This sounds like my life. (laughs) Just kidding. I started the engine and put Madonna on the loudest, rolled down the windows, and took the head off my mini bong that I kept in my mini coupe. (laughs) This is a wonderful story. How cute am I? Wait till the world sees me Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. (laughs) Yes. The traffic was horrible, and by the time I got to my class, I was so drunk and stoned <laughs> that I needed to take a nap. 
There was no way I could have vogued in that condition that I was in. I could just practice at that frat party tonight when I woke up three hours later. <laughs> yeah. Yay! That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love that story. That was fun. Um, uh, I, love, I love that you're like, I love this story. And this um, car the whole time is like, I'm hilarious. Right now. <laughs> I'm so such a good writer. I posted this. Uh, we posted our story on Instagram on, on the Gone Girls. Um, and I posted the first paragraph. And it's loosely based on, like, because I went to college at, in Orlando, UCF. So my friend, my best friend Sarah read it, and she was like, uh, this doesn't sound so far from the truth in your college days. <laughs> <laughs> mini bong? No. Your mini Cooper? No, the first paragraph. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I this story reminded me of is one time, this was when I was still drinking, and I lived... When I worked here, I, wor- I lived on 7th between A and B, and I would walk here from uh, from there. Anyway, whatever. And I would party all over the Lower East Side. And one time I woke up from a party, and it was in a, like, a performance space, so it wasn't someone's house. And I woke up, <laughs> and my friend was sleeping on top of me. <laughs> we were on a couch, and I, and I was sleeping, and she was sleeping on top of me. And I woke up, and I was like, and she, it took her a minute, and I was like, get the fuck off. <laughs> and I, but she was like sleeping on me, like you know, sideways, like, not like in a creepy way. Not like she was like on top of you, like you guys are snuggling, but like you were part of a couch and she didn't know. Yeah, on top of me, and I was like, and finally she woke up, and I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, you completely blacked out and got so fucked up, and everyone left here, and all, there was like three guys left, and they were all like. You can go. We'll take care of her. And she was like, are you kidding? She's like, I didn't know what to do. So I just slept on top of you to protect you. I was like, oh, my God. That's so nice. I know. Good friends. Hope you saw friends. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, well, but if you're listening, Claudia. You really <laughs> Thanks, Claudia. Claudia <laughs> might not be here if it wasn't for you. Oh, my God. I really thought it. And I was like, wow, what creepy fucking dudes to be like, it's cool, you can go. We'll take care of her. She's like, she's fucking passed out. Oh my god. Yeah. I think someone roofied me. I, I've been roofied before, I think. You've been roofied oh, really? before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What happened? I was fine because thankfully my friend was there and like got me in a taxi. Oh, okay. But there was like this, I was at a bar one time and like there was this weird old guy like talking to me and then my friend was bartending. And, like, my friend was, like, you were fine. Like, literally, like, talking, laughing. And then you started talking to this, like, guy. But I had known the guy, too, because, like, he had talked to me and my mom before when we were at, yeah, like, this... It's like It was a gay bar, and, like, we came to watch a show, like, every week. It's like, he knew me, and I was just talking to him. Oh. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, my friend was, like, he, like, got you a drink, and then you were just, like... And he, like... like my friend, like, had to, like... Get me wow. like, to a taxi and get me home. Yeah, it was crazy. That's scary. But thankfully, I was okay. Good. I'm glad. And listen, if you want to get on stage, I'll put you on stage too. I run very supportive shows. Oh. Yeah, they are. They're supportive. That's the only reason I actually started. Like, because Shauna helped me get yes, on stage. She was so supportive. They look supportive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, here's uh, where we plug all our different stuff. Yes. You you can you can plug yourself. Yeah, plug yourself. Plug everything you want. Plug. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at fabulous Dina Marie and on Facebook Dina Marie Martin. Okay, 
And you can find us on Twitter at the Gone Girls. You're not on Twitter. I don't really use it that much. Oh, Fabulous Lady D on Twitter oh. and Fabulous Lady D on Snapchat. Oh shit! And also, you can find me most nights of the week managing Broadway Comedy Club. Hello, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Where is that? It's on Fifty Third Street between Eighth and Ninth Avenue. Woo-hoo. Great shows every night and nine and eleven. There you go. Right, and you have your own show. Yeah, it's and my you show, Tuesday show, right? nights at 11. Yeah, yes. there you go. Come support the Lady Marie D. Show. The mm-hmm. Dina Marie Show, which mm-hmm. is awesome and fun. Wait, okay, side note uh, of plugging things. How is that room? I mean, I know that the room is different because of the lights around the stage, but are there also new lights on the side? Or are those just turned on? Are they just not usually turned on? When Are you I, talking about the Chicago the City Limits room? Yeah, but that's not what it's called the anymore. The sconces oh, on it? the wall? Yeah, yeah. Those, those are always there. Those were always there, but maybe they're not always turned on during the show. Mm, they should be lower. You guys redid that room. It looks amazing. Yeah, no, they, they're having... They're, uh, friends of mine are producing like these... like um, They're doing more cabaret shows, and like Ooh. there's going to be some like drag shows in there. Oh, That fine. are pretty awesome, and like one of my friends is producing them. So he built that whole stage. Oh, it's so nice. And, and it looks not, so pretty. I wish they would do so something pretty. like that downstairs. It's it looks so, so pretty. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and it's not called the Chicago City Limits They just call anymore. it the Red Room. Oh, it's the, oh, red, the red Room. room. So what's okay. the 53 above Broadway? Oh, that, that's it. 53 above Broadway. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But the, he doesn't have that side space anymore. No. Oh. oh, okay. They got rid of that, and then it was like a restaurant. For a little while. But then while, the restaurant then... closed. I heard like a sushi place or something was open oh. there, but they've been taking a while, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, back to plugging. Yes. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter at The Gone Girls. Instagram, The Gone Girls with a period in between each. So it's The Period Gone Period Girls. Or you can say dot because it sounds better than a period. Oh, yeah. The period dot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Period. We're on our period. Uh, I don't get my period. Never. Um, uh, <laughs> you don't have your period like twice, two days in a month. What? The two days that you don't have your period in a oh, month. Oh yeah, I have like a good ten minutes every month. Yeah, that you're trying to inhale period. and enjoy. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's a lot of drama all the rest of the time. <laughs> so the dat gone dat girls. And then on Facebook, the gone girls. And then also, um... Subscribe to us on iTunes, The Gone Girls. We really need followers. Subscribe. You don't have to listen. Just subscribe to us and then delete it. But we're (laughs) really funny. (laughs) Yeah, and we want to have you on. And we also... I hope it's okay that I'm going to say this. We're looking for advertisers. So, if you would like to advertise... And sponsors. And sponsors. Please let us know and we will advertise and sponsor for you. Yeah. With our sweet ass bodies <laughs> that you can't see because we're on the mic, but <laughs> we're all naked right now. All naked. <laughs> the naked podcast. <laughs> the naked podcast. Oh my god, that's what we should call it. I bet there's a podcast called that. I bet there is. <laughs> it's so funny. The naked podcast. The whole time we've been stripping. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. One piece of clothing at a time. Okay, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm the Sean Elaine. On Twitter and on Cara Rebecca on Twitter, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, it's I change on Cara it all the time. Is it? Yeah, but yeah. on Instagram also. But oh yeah, no, it's on Cara Savone on Twitter. Okay, I'm Lean Shauna on uh, Instagram. Yeah. It, what do you mean you change it? All well, because I, I my my name is a very a point of contention with me and my stage name. Oh, so. you change it? Oh, I see. I was, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, 
Okay, do you want to plug anything else? No. No? Thank you so much. Thanks for no, being Thank you for having guys. me. It was a pleasure. I loved okay. being on. <laughs> you got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, All right, everybody. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.